0: really want to just relate to our clientele and kind of show them the places they could do to inspire them to travel themselves.
1: Welcome to Jump Podcast. I'm your host, Traveling Jackie, and I'm here to explore travel, adventure, and lifestyle in ways meant to motivate you to move and get out and see the world. Let this show be a source of travel advice and inspiration, but remember that in the end, it's you who takes the leap. Guys, welcome back. This is episode 147 of Jump Podcast, and something exciting has come up. So, I'm interrupting our Backyard Adventure series with today's episode so that we can talk about this exciting thing. Some of you may recall or know about this, but two years ago in 2019, I went to Patagonia with a film crew from Osprey Packs, not to lead a trip. For you guys like I normally do, but this time to create a film based on my story as a solo female backpacker. And while we were there, I invited Dan Holtz to come on the show to talk photography and travel, which you guys may remember from back in episode 115. But we couldn't really talk about the film because it was still very much on the DL at that time. And I never really came back around to talking about it, except mentioning when it released that September of 2019. So the something exciting is that our film that we created, which is called Chiloé, has been selected for an all female adventure film festival called No Man's Land. And it is virtual this year, the film festival, and it's coming right up. It's actually March 4th through 7th, 2021. And you can find everything you need to know and get tickets for it at no nomanslandfilmfestival.org. Tickets start at $20. And our film is screening the first day of the festival. So Thursday, March 4th. So I just found out about this and I wanted to pull the trigger on inviting Dan back on the show to let you guys know that this is happening and to actually tell the story of the film and host our own little Q&A about it to, in a way, bring the festival right to you and invite you to join us there along with all the other amazing films that are going to be involved this year. So I definitely encourage you to get a ticket and check it out. The link is in the show notes for you. Um, So Dan Holtz and Corey Iverson were the guys with the cameras for our shoot. And I invited both of them to come on the show today. Unfortunately, Corey couldn't make it, but Dan is here to dig into this experience with me. Um, Yes, we went to Patagonia to shoot a film, Yes, we had a shot list and an idea of what we wanted to accomplish, but this is Patagonia we're talking about. And this is a place that has a mind of its own, and it will tell the story that it wants to tell. And so we get into what that ended up looking like and what happened behind the scenes um, and what the objective for the film was in the first place and why I chose to take them to Patagonia out of anywhere in the world. So... (laughs) Strap on your travel dreaming goggles again because we're going far away for this one. And I really hope that it inspires you to join us at the film festival. So here we go with Dan. Okay, guys. I am back with Dan Holtz, whom you guys have actually heard before. He has been on this show. Uh, it was actually back in episode 115. And we were side by side last time sitting in a hotel room in Patagonia, actually, and um, when which is why we're here today because we're going to come full circle and go back and talk about that experience so dan welcome back to the show
0: hey thanks great to be here jackie
1: yeah it's so great it's what i'm really excited about is why we're here like the excuse to have you back on and um we're missing Corey right now if he jumps on he's going to jump on and we're going to welcome him with open arms in this episode but he missed the he missed the time i don't know where he is (laughs)
0: It's on California uh, time right now, maybe.
1: Yeah, but so if if Corey jumps in, we'll just we'll just roll with it. How about that? Um, mm-hmm. that sounds and, good. And everybody out there listening understands the Zoom world these days, and that people come and go, and so we'll see if if he shows up, he shows up. But um, so Dan, you and Corey were sort of the magicians behind this um, this film that we're going to talk about, and um, I'm. I'm really, I guess I'm just honored. I'm, I'm excited that we're even having this conversation because our film that we created two years ago uh, in Patagonia called Chiloe is getting entered into a film festival, isn't it?
0: That's right. It is.
1: And um, so I just wanted to kind of bring you back on and like re- relive that experience and actually talk about it on the show because we never did. The last time that you came on, we talked about photography and travel and, um, we couldn't really talk about what we were doing yet because it's kind of a secret. <laughs> uh, yeah. We had some
0: product that wasn't out yet because we were shooting the film for Osprey on their behalf. And right. kind of under the radar.
1: Yeah. So let's start with the the, the easy, hard question is, um, do you want to introduce yourself and <laughs> just let everybody oh. know who you are and what you do and what your role is here?
0: Yeah. Uh, my name is Dan Holtz and I'm the Senior Photo Video Manager for Osprey Packs which means um, I go out and shoot stuff a lot and produce stuff and direct stuff and hire people to direct stuff and produce stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He makes a lot of products and we need to do a lot of shoots.
1: Yeah. And so question for you, because this is sort of like the main why are we even here sort of thing is why does... Osprey create films because I know that some people have been like they made a they made a film like what what's it for what is it about you know like what it's they're confused that a backpacking company well I mean it's a it's a so much more than backpacking but um, that a, a company that makes packs is yeah. producing films so can you yeah. shine a little light on that for us?
0: Yeah. Oh man, I would love to. There, There's, I mean, obviously, there's more than one reason, right? Um, we want to, but I think the biggest reason is we really want to just relate to our clientele and kind of show them the places they could do to inspire them to travel themselves, really, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so we, we typically do one to two films per year. And um, yeah, we were lucky enough to partner up with you <laughs> to yeah. do this one.
1: I feel uh, lucky last too. <laughs> year,
0: obviously we kind of took a high risk due to COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. So um, we didn't get any filming done per se, um, but hopefully we'll hit that hard again this year. Once hopefully. Three pounds.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. All the fingers and toes are crossed fingers for that. Fingers are crossed. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So I love that because... It's you're more about than the human story. Like, it's not so much about the product. It's it's who is the person who's wearing it and what are they doing and how can we relate to everybody else who's out there, basically, right? Yeah, in it's a the
0: nutshell, everything in mm-hmm. person. That's usually what we try to show. We try to showcase as much storytelling through our imagery and video as much as possible. And the cool thing is we go out and we make these films, we could utilize those in product videos. So you're not just looking at a talking head in the studio, you know? So yep. get all people B-roll to work with. And it helps kind of continue the story through other avenues, which is mm-hmm. which is pretty unique. You know, it's pretty cool.
1: Absolutely. So what was your purpose with this one? our film, what was the purpose? Why did you want to do this story with mm. me?
0: Mm. Well, I think, I think you had a lot to do with that one, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> we were, um, we created this um, cool new um, Farpoint Fairview pack. It's a travel pack, the one that you were using in the film. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to kind of like showcase a really cool kind of far flung story of um, a user that would, you know, that like yourself that goes out professionally and, and does these trips and guides these trips and travels all over the world. So we're like, Hey, Jackie's one of our newest ambassadors. Why don't we give her a shot? <laughs> you know, we'll get to know, get to know her a little bit. And we're like, Hey, Jackie, do you remember this conversation?
1: I like, Oh, are you, you going kidding me? Where in the world? <laughs> yeah.
0: Where, where should we go? And you said.
1: Patagonia. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. And there, this is an interesting, I was just thinking about this. Um, because that question right there, you really did put it to me like where where do you want to go? We can pretty much go anywhere. And that's can we say a dream like, right? I mean yeah. we we threw out some big names, but there's a reason we ended up choosing Patagonia. And so um, if you don't mind, actually, I would like to I wrote a I wrote a blog post about this about why we did this in this place. And I think it's really important to kind of set the stage um, for what this film, uh, what the motivation, what the objective sort of behind the film was. And um, I would actually like to read that. It's something I occasionally do on this podcast is read my own writing. Um, But it's because it's already laid out succinctly and um, in a nice little nutshell. And it's only going to take me a few minutes. And so I actually would like to offer what this what what my side of the story was um, and this is on this is on my blog at travelingjackie.com but um, i'm going to i'm going to read this so osprey called me in february 2019 to discuss a film collaboration idea they wanted to tell a story about a solo female backpacker they outlined the objective and then asked me where i thought we should go to accomplish it The job was mine if I wanted it, which took me 0.5 seconds to think through. Considering their film criteria, which was off the beaten path, a unique culinary experience, mix of city and trail, and a human story, a place and culture, and conveniently a story of my own immediately came to mind. And that is Chiloé. Chiloé is an archipelago just off the end of the Pan American Highway in Northern Chilean Patagonia. It's accessible only by boat or ferry for now. More on that in the film, you'll have to watch it. And as a result, crossing over from the mainland to Chiloé is like stepping into a time capsule. It is not hard to leave the bustle of the mainland behind when the first things you see upon arrival are dirt roads, black-necked swans, boardwalk signs with images explaining the fabulous mythology of the Chilote culture, a church made entirely of wood without using nails, The churches of Chiloé are a UNESCO World Heritage site, actually. Um, This place is different and slow-paced. Hurry is not a word here. Community, connection, culture, nature. These are the words that stand out to me here. The first time I experienced Chiloé was in the fall of 2015 on my first trip to Chile, which is the same month that I changed my entire life and went nomadic. I had just spent a week trekking the W Circuit in Torres del Paine National Park in the south of Chile, and then a week attending my first Adventure Travel World Summit conference in Puerto Varas. After several blurry months stateside, my life during my weeks in Patagonia had suddenly felt crisp and clear and fresh and purposeful and full of new. I was in a raw and vulnerable state, taking it all in, exposed to the elements and feeling every last one letting it all happen around me with gratitude. It was in this open state that I first stepped foot on the big island of Chiloé with zero expectations. I hadn't heard of our guide Rafa or his company Birds Chili before this trip. I hadn't spent much time reading the itinerary. I just showed up. So did Rafa, offering me espresso. He already knew exactly what I needed. That was a perfectly laid first stone on a path that would lead to great things. Sunshine floods my memories of our experiences that week, the kind that actually reaches and warms my soul even today. Every memory has bright yellows, blues, greens, vivid colors in what I saw and felt and tasted hiking in the national park, sharing in my first curanto, exploring the local market, sampling new foods, even ones that I didn't like, cooking with local ingredients, connecting with the contagious laughter and genuine smiles of local residents. Visceral. Chiloe was visceral. My experience in Chiloé stayed with me as one of the most surprising and uplifting weeks during a dark time in my life. I cultivated a friendship and business relationship with Rafa and he began to move into the space of mentor for me when I started organizing my own trips. Ultimately, this led to us working together to recreate our experience on Chiloé two years later, this time for my audience. On to the film. So on the phone with Osprey, I shared this story and suggested that we travel to Chiloé for the film project with one condition, that we leave room for magic to happen. While we can plan a basic itinerary, we absolutely must leave space open for chance encounters that will lead us down paths we cannot anticipate. This is Patagonia. I think they practically fell out of their seats. (laughs) We were on. Rafa and I put together a loose itinerary for me and the film crew and south we went to discover what paths awaited us in a land that rises to meet you exactly where you are, to tell a story of people and culture, to tell my story, and to reconnect with this special place beyond the end of the road. And okay, I have to say that that's the blog post. Um, I, never, <laughs> I never rewatch or re-listen to things once I put them out. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was there the first time, right? Like, you probably know what I mean. I know what it means to me to produce a thing. And now, this thing that we've created is out there. It's in the eyes or the ears of the beholder, right? It's a very vulnerable feeling. Any artist will understand that. But just before we got on this conversation, Dan, um, I actually rewatched our film. And oh my gosh, it made me tear up. It's really so well done. And um, I really want to congratulate you and Corey, if you were here, um, for capturing this story in this little corner of our universe with me. I'm really, really proud of this film and it never would have happened without both of you. So um, I want to take this opportunity on the record to just say thank you for trusting me to take you to Patagonia and for um, honoring my one condition to leave room for magic because we certainly found it, didn't we?
0: certainly did. We certainly did daily. <laughs> it was yeah. amazing. But yeah. you know, Jackie, we, we wouldn't have done it without you. Obviously, this was your story. So thank you for allowing us to to capture your story as, as you journeyed through that magical land.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. I My pleasure. <laughs> yeah, let's go back. I know. I think it hit me a little extra hard today just because it's been, you know, last year was the first year that I haven't that I didn't go to Patagonia in six years, you know. Wow. And like it's part of wow. me now, and so um, I think that was. I mean, it's it's full of optim. I like I'm full of optimism as well. Um, I'm actually planning my next group trips for this fall. Spoiler alert: um, oh. to to go back down there in in <laughs> along with all those fingers and toes crossed. You know that we'll be able to make it happen. But um, yeah. this was a really really special opportunity for me. So let's take people into that experience as much as we can without, um, you know, we can't show them the video right now. They can, they can watch it, um, they can find it. Um, but I want to ask you so you had been to pa- parts of Patagonia before, is that right?
0: Yeah, uh, I've been to Argentinian Patagonia. Okay. Uh, I was, um, did some shoots down in like kind of the Fitzroy region.
1: Okay. So did you did you know what you were really getting into when I said let's go do this on Chile? <laughs> did well, you have expectations? No, it's
0: <laughs> it, I, it, it, culturally, it's just so different. Mm-hmm. Um, just so unique to its own. So no, I didn't. I just kind of went down there with an open mind to say, hey, what what are, what are like you said with a kind of a rough itinerary, like we mm-hmm. we had a shot list, right? Mm-hmm. But kind of taking it day by day of like, oh, yeah, let's just kind of see where this day is going to take us today and kind of come along the way, whether we're going through a market or we're going on a, a trek through through the woods, but then you have to hop on a boat to get to your next location <laughs> from the ocean onto the beach. And like, oh, my God, it was just like everything was just amazing. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. so that was good. That was, you know, your, your condition was spot on prior to our arrival and <laughs> during the planning don't
1: plan yeah. too much. Yeah, <laughs> no, you can't. I mean, you have to kind of step aside. Like that's... Yeah,
0: you do. That's... And you know what? I'll tell you, as a producer, that's tough.
1: Mm-hmm. Right?
0: Like you want to... And you discover that in a shoot. You always, you know, like have your main goal, your objective and your plan and your shot list. And then you expect all that to kind of go out the window based upon, you know, something happening to talent or weather coming in or whatever it is. Um, and then you like basically throw all those plans out the window and then just kind of like roll with the punches. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's kind of filmmaking in a nutshell right there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Except I think that ours, our experience, the things that came up, at, created it, not just oh, yeah. even added Absolutely. it. It created it. Right. I mean, she, yeah.
0: Yeah. It just built upon itself.
1: Mm-hmm. It and that, that is back what happens there. there. That's why I wanted to take you guys there. Um, and I want to ask you what, like, how did you feel while, while we were there? I feel like it's such a, it's such a, it's such an emotional place because like I said, in that blog post, it really rises to meet you wherever you are. And so everyone's experience as Patagonia is going to be different because it's just one of those places that it's just what you need it to be basically. Um, and so I'm curious, like, what, what do you remember? What stands out to you? Like what, what happened for you?
0: Ease the food. (laughs) The food was some of, I, 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 hands down, I think it might be the best meal I've ever had was when we were at Mauricio's restaurant.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh.
0: Just doing our, our research prior to filming there. Yeah. (laughs) When we said, Hey, just, um, we closed our menus and said, just bring us what you want.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was just like the most amazing experience. But I mean, that was that was just top for me. But at the same time, like getting to know him and his his family and just the heart and soul that he poured into it, like the whole experience from start to finish, it just it made the filming of that scene the next day so much more personal because of it. And um I, I think for me, that was one of the highlights. And obviously, the um, spectacular landscape and the amazing people, like the characters that you meet and just mm-hmm. like spending time with Rafa. I think I don't, gosh, it's hard to really put your finger on the best part because when there was just so many highlights.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's cool. I'll share this. I was, att- I was attending. I'm not sure what I was attending. It was some sort of group call. Um, and We had a... Right there on Zoom, we did a guided meditation thing just for like five minutes. And this guy got out his guitar and he led us through this thing. And he said, close your eyes and um, go back to a time in your life where you had a total win. Like What was just a total win for you? Figure out where, where you were for that. And for me, right in that moment, I went back to that meal. I went back to that very meal when I was doing this guided meditation because that moment was—I mean, I have worked so hard to get to where I am in my relationship with Osprey, and just they, you know, Osprey has been at the top of my dream brands to work with list for. I mean, it still is. Like, I just I I love it, and so being the one to get to go to Patagonia and like have this incredible shoot, we were—that was our last. Day. That was our last moment. Like we were done after that. That was our wrap uh, location, was was that meal. Mm -hmm. And sitting down at that meal, I remember everything. I remember the smells. I remember the sounds. I remember that we were on that. I mean, our restaurant was on stilts and the tide was coming in right underneath us. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the sun was setting and like everything was like perfect about that moment. And that's the moment that I went back to in this win. Like for me, it was just so powerful. And it's so interesting because I know you guys felt it too. It was like magic was in that room.
0: Corey teared up.
1: He did. He was, remember? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and he he went to culinary school. for So for him, yeah. like that experience was just like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and everything was served with a smile.
1: Yeah. You know? So much love. Yep. It
0: was like that, that food was coming from their heart. Not Wesley. only was it locally sourced and thoughtfully sourced, right? When we we're walking through the market with them, mm-hmm. but and choosing the 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 food for his restaurant at, at the market. And it's like, hey, I'm not gonna buy from that vendor because they use plastic. You know, like just knowing all of that just makes the experience so much more just, I mean, for lack of a better term, authentic and just mm-hmm. so mean. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you remember that the minute we left and like wrapped and got in the car? It started raining. It was like, okay, it's over. Yeah. Yep. It's all over. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> Driving back to the to the ferry and the mainland, just in rain. Like, okay, it held out for us like perfectly. It can rain now. Like, okay. Awesome. Thank you, Patagonia. The weather is part of it for sure.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
1: Um okay. So <laughs> you guys it can <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so it was really cool actually to just rewatch this thing. I mean, I have not watched it since it came out. I really haven't because it's just kind of scary. You know, it's very yeah, it's scary to put yourself out there like that. And um, but this is coming up in a really a, a big, a really cool film festival. So let's talk about that because um I would invite everyone listening to tune into this film festival because um, Dan, what can you tell us about this?
0: OK, um, well, I was uh, I received an email from Liz from No Man's Land Film Festival um, that said, hey, we discovered your your film on Osprey's site. We would love to show this at the festival. And their festival is actually, um, you know, as the title implies, it's um, a women's specific film festival. So, um,
1: Yeah. To-
0: yeah <laughs> um, celebrating women that are traveling and an adventure sports and and just like anything that kind of like you know is in our wheelhouse typically as an outdoor company right so we've actually had some other um specific um films with them in the past so we already had a pretty good relationship with them so it was really cool to get that email saying hey we we loved it can we please show it yes yes <laughs> We'd love yeah. to love to share it. So um, yeah, and I, I, I since then we've submitted to a few other festivals yet, and they're all pending. So we'll see what happens. But um, this was kind of the spark to kind of ignite that of like, yeah, we should we should get this one on the big screen. Yeah, Be great. <laughs> so they're based in No Man's Land. They're based in I believe in Carbondale, and um, I believe they're still there. And they um, are doing an online festival um, as you can imagine we're not yep. really gathering right now, but um, their audience um, is, is just growing as a result. So that's actually, even though we can't all gather in person and can't stand on the stage and answer questions in front of the audience, but um, they've really expanded their reach globally as a result mm-hmm. of uh, being online, which a lot of film festivals have, which is pretty cool that people are just like really tuning into.
1: Yes. Well
0: <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> you it. Know?
1: Yeah, and it's so inspiring too. I mean, all of these films I was I went to the Bozeman Film Festival last year and it was so and it made me think of our film actually while I was sitting there. I was like, wow, like to be some, to be part of something like this. Wait, I've done something like this like this is amazing you know because yeah, the women yeah, I know <laughs> the people that that put these things together it's just it's pure passion and it's it's so inspiring to see that. Um, and I mean I suppose yeah, we created the same we created something that's that's worthy of that which is really like I'm really proud of us for that and I'm really excited for this. Um, so what's really cool about it being virtual, is that you guys, you can watch it no matter where you are. And so where can they go to get tickets for this? And when is it? Because this is coming right up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. The festival is March 4th through the 7th. And um, so that... Yeah, that's totally coming
1: up. March 4th through 7th. Our our Um, film is on Thursday, the first day, March 4th, right?
0: Yeah. Yep. And it's um, No Man's Land, is the name of the festival. So you could Google it, or I believe their festival might actually just be No Man's Yeah, I think it's no, I
1: man's, no Man's Land Film Festival.org.
0: Oh, I was so close. You're
1: close. <laughs> no Man's Land Film Um, You guys can go there. And then if you click on Come Join Us, it's a $20 suggested donation for um for one day or you can get a festival pass for 80 bucks. And so um, it's not even that expensive. And if you just want to do the one day, get the Thursday one because that's where our film is. And now you guys have heard our little intro and our own little Q&A about it. I suppose we're just hosting this ourselves (laughs) 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 to talk about it. Um, But yeah, that's... And I'll make sure that 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 link goes in the show notes for you guys too. If you want to check out um, that. And there are some, like Dan said, some cool pending, wink, wink, other festivals that we might be getting into as well. So um, I will... Be
0: sure to share them via social as they become public.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, so wonderful. Okay. Well, anything else you want to share about the film? Or about these festivals or...
0: Yeah, I think, um, I don't know. I'm still trying to, I'm still just smiling, thinking about (laughs) going back and thinking about the actual production of this. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I think it, it, it would be kind of interesting. Usually a lot of folks ask, you know, like, what's it like when you're going to these places and, um, creating these films? Um, because, you don't really know what goes on beyond behind the scenes, you know, Mm -hmm. you only see finished product, So people don't know that you're getting up at four o'clock in the morning and trying (laughs) to catch sunrise on the beach or just like trying to time the light just right. So it filters through the trees with some low lying clouds, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, I think those are things as you watch films, I mean, not just our film, but, but documentaries in general, just, it's always interesting to think about what went on to get that one shot.
1: Mm-hmm. you
0: know, which is kind of cool. Um, I'll be honest, Patagonia kind of made it easy. Everywhere you yeah. can go, was gorgeous.
1: <laughs> so on, I'm going to give an example of this. Let's tell a story real quick. So on day one, this was day one. We get there, day one of filming. So first full day of filming, we end up in this bay and we see these guys. Do you remember this? We, well, I know you remember this, but we see these guys way out in the bay Doing something. They've got like carts with them, and we have from where we are. We have binoculars, and so we're looking in the binoculars. These guys are like hauling stuff back and forth with these ox carts. And you and Corey, I think, were like, "Let's go see what they're doing." And we're like, uh, "Really? Are we doing this right now?" Okay, so we like trudge out into this bay, and it turns out these guys are seaweed harvesters. They're harvesting seaweed. It's the last harvest of the season. Uh, that we happened to be there that day and the tide was way out, which is the only time they can do it. So it's like super specific timing that we just happened to be there, right place, right time. And we, you and Corey like take off trying to find a way out there because it was very uh, mucky, right? Like it's not, it was not easy to cross. I mean, I think, so the other guy we were with, Carl, he he just took his shoes off and was like, Traipsing through the water. muck. <laughs> yeah. And and I had on my boots and my jeans. And I'm like, I wasn't really... I mean, it was deep. It was deep. We're in yeah. seawater. Slash in
0: the we tried to film.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're, you're like going way around to try and find a way to get out there. And these guys go by. And yeah, I'm like, you know what, Carl? I'm going to ask him for a ride. So I walk up to this guy with the oxen cart. And I and I mean, I speak Spanish. And I just asked the guy... What are you doing? And can we go with you? Like, can we get a ride out there? He's like, sure. Like, <laughs> okay. Like, what a strange request. Who are these people? And Carl and I jump into the ox cart, and before you know, it, I'm looking across the bay, like. Dan and Corey start running. Oh, she's in the ox cart. Run! Like we've got to get a photo, like video of that. Oh my gosh! And you did. You barely caught it. There's a little little yes, footage not. in the <laughs>
0: no, in the film
1: ever. of, uh, of oh, us man, riding I in the ox cart. Of that
0: too. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and that that's you know what though it, it, the experiences like that made it feel more like I was traveling worth versus just working on a production. Yes. Like normally if I, I go to another country and it's like, like I said earlier, like we have an agenda, we have to go like shoot this climb, shoot this run, shoot this, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And you know, you're just so immersed in just all the technical aspects of the shooting and um, logistics and everything like this, because we left that room, it just felt like it felt like we were just traveling and just mm-hmm. like happened to have hours in your life. Like, cool. What's going on right now? Oh, let's capture this. It felt so much more journalistic. And I think that came across in the film too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I even served you the calafate, cerveza. That's right. Delicious. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to treat that like... Like one of my trips sort of, you know, like I knew we had an agenda. We do on my trips too, but there's gotta be Patagonia has its own presence in, in it. And it won't let you forget that, you know, you, you can't plan too much in a place like that because it will put its, put its best foot forward and say, remember, this is where you are. This is what we're doing here. Like I'm in charge. (laughs) That's what Patagonia does. So
0: it it was like an an additional character to the film.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Cool. Mm.
0: Again, I just want to go back.
1: <laughs> I know. We will. We will. We will. Um, we will. We certainly will. And I'm actually, I'm still working with Rafa. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. He's we, yeah, he's, he's so great. He's, um, I'm partnering with him on one of my trips that I'm leading this fall.
0: Oh, great. Oh, man. Yeah. Like just meeting Rafa is worth it alone just to go down
1: there. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's
0: such a good guy. He's wonderful. And always ready with the espresso.
1: Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. As you guys will see in the film. Um, so you can... There are actually two places you can see the film. I do encourage you to check out the film festival. Um, that's again, no man's land film festival.org and join us. Um, I'm going to... I'm certainly going to tune in and watch. Um, I want to see as many of those films as I can. The other place you can see it is on both of our websites, of course, Osprey. And then um, at travelingjackie.com slash Osprey, you can find it there as well. Um, And the story that I read to you guys earlier. But um, so Dan, okay. Thank you so much for again coming on the show. And... um, what? Where can people find you if they're interested in following what you've got up your sleeve? Because I know you've got some fun projects coming up, and wow. you know people might want to know what that's. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we've got, we've got definitely have some fun stuff coming up. Um, more on that later as that becomes public. But I
1: think, wink, wink, um,
0: they, <laughs> wink, wink. They could, uh, they could, they could follow um, everything I've been shooting on DanHulseMedia.com. Cool, and,
1: then- and on Instagram, right? Dan Holtz Media. Oh, yeah. 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 Dan Holt's photo. Dan Holt's photo. Okay. Dan Holt's yeah. photo on Instagram. Okay. I'll make sure that stuff gets into the show notes as well. So well, thank you. I this was fun to just reminisce and to get to give a shout out to a a women's adventure um, film festival. And thank you again on behalf of the one of the one of the women. <laughs> For the work that you do to help put these things together and just the vision that you have and um, and how much you care about relating to the people and telling the stories, and it's it's a beautiful thing. so I really appreciate
0: thanks so it. Much, thanks so much for having me.
1: Yeah, and um, I hope we get to we get to talk about fun projects again in the future. so yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you, Dan. Thanks, Jackie. All right, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I do hope that you decide to get a ticket at least for Thursday, March 4th, for the No Man's Land Film Festival where you can watch a screening of our film, Chiloé. Um, you can get tickets at nomanslandfilmfestival.org either by the day or for the entire weekend, which is March 4th through 7th, 2021, right from your computer. Um, you can also see our film on my website at travelingjackey.com slash osprey. I'd love for you to check it out and let me know what you think those links are also in the show notes as well as um where to find both Dan and Corey on Instagram if you want to follow the adventures of these two incredibly talented travel photographers and of course if you haven't connected with me yet you can find me there at traveling Jackie and that's it for today so thank you so much for listening and for your support if you decide to get a ticket for the film festival I will see you guys next time